1: Broadcasting from beautiful Burbank, California, this is The NapSuck Files. I'm Ken Knapsack, and we have an interview, and it doesn't involve Sizzler. It doesn't involve uh, Star Wars. It's just me and a wonderful guest that's—you'll uh, get the whole story in a bit, but it is uh, someone who—this uh, was supposed to happen a while ago, and life, uh, life, life is life, and we're doing it now, but I always believe things happen for a reason because we have some projects to talk about, uh, some stuff we've known each other for a long time outside of the business— now we get to know him inside the business. Please welcome to my studios a filmmaker, an inspirational young man, producer, and just an all-around good dude, Kelby Joseph. How are you?
0: Hey, what's going on? My man, Ken. So happy to have you here. Hey, man. I'm happy to be here. This yeah. Is so
1: cool. This is, uh, it's it's needed. You are, uh, so <laughs> I'll get this, get this uh, not out of the way like it's, get it out of the way. Yeah, but no, come on. Disclose it. So at one point I had a day job and I uh, you know had a bunch of bright young people working for me while I was uh, grumping in an office and uh, in a suit <laughs> sometimes or a uniform the other times and you were one of uh, one of the folks that worked for me for a couple times actually two runs yeah right yep uh, so which that, happens yeah that happens but that's you were one of the only ones I ever brought back because people were like they kind of people campaigned yeah like hey Kelby wants to come back is well he left is he people the people have spoken <laughs> yeah and. That is one of the reasons you're here because I find you to be tremendously uh, uh, inspirational. You're a mentor even to those above you and below you in terms of age or work status, everything, and you're just a hardworking dude who's who's uh, the whole time was a filmmaker and respected what you did. So that's kind of where our journey begins. That's it. That's it.
0: That's it. End of show. Bye, everybody. Okay. You know what though? Yeah, I actually was just talking about this the other day. Yeah, you're the you probably had I had the best interview with you. Because and yeah. I remember it well, because yeah. we're we're going from like, oh, okay, well you're gonna yeah. be working at this place for four cents a day and you know and <laughs> <laughs> <What's> <laughs> minimum wage we're you know? not there yet. Yeah, right. You know? <laughs> and then I say, Is that uh is that a wrestling action figure? And you're like Bling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the interview was like, all right, you got the job. Anyway, so you like wrestling. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah. 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 I think was, I hired awesome. some people uh, because they saw the Game of Thrones thrown on my desk mm-hmm. and everything. That doesn't always work, but it worked with you. Yeah. Um,
0: you. Where, where did uh, where were you born and bred? Okay. So I was born in Brooklyn, New York. I was just uh, there last month. Beautiful really? Dad. Yeah. Oh, hey. Hey, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. You didn't get shot? No. Okay. No, I it. They missed. It wasn't uh, that long. Ago, they missed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now I lived in Canada for a while, and then I spent yeah. most of my time in South Florida, and then eventually in Central Florida, and then mm-hmm. I moved out here in 2009.
1: Wow. So long okay. ago, but yet not, not
0: so long I know. Ago. It goes by fast. Yeah. It goes by disgustingly
1: it, fast. Uh, it does. And have you, did you always have an interest in in, in filmmaking,
0: storytelling, oh, performance? Man. You know what? I think I I've always been like a creative person. Right. You know, when I was 12, I wrote and published my first book. Nice. Um, and it was so bad. Uh, we pulled it off of every single self. So I'm not going to tell anybody the name of it. where they could find it. What was, what was it about in general? Was uh, it a fiction? Like non-fiction? To, yeah, it was fiction. And I yeah. like to say it was a really, really violent version of Harry Potter. I mean, actually, I'm listening. Yeah. No. I, You, you know, time, uh, you can rework they, they, that. They got to get through like this. They got to go in the oven to get into this other world. They got to like crawl through it and stuff. I, it was, I like everything about this. Yeah. Game I, of Thrones I think it was Harry just Potter. my writing that was just, just bad. You're 12, <laughs> yeah, but you're 12. Yeah, I'm 12. But you did it. I did it. Uh, yeah, you did, I did it. it. I did start it. to finish. Yes, start to finish. Okay. And it was supposed to be like a six book or eight book thing. And then I wrote sure. half of the second book. And I was like, you know what? This writing thing is. It's not for me. It's not paying the bills, you know? <laughs> <laughs> my, Still my, having my no crayon lawns. bills, you yeah. know what I mean? Jeez. Um, but I, I wasn't really allowed to express that I wanted to do creative stuff a, 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 in my household because ah, I'm like first yeah. generation American. So okay. my parents came over here like, all right, you got these great options. You're going to be an engineer, a lawyer, um, a doctor, or a lawyer again. And where did they come from? From Haiti. Got it.
1: So, so come over here,
0: yeah, they came on over here and my mom is a nurse practitioner and my dad's yeah. a psychologist. So it was like, you don't get the, the options of doing creative things. Right. And of course, like even to this day, my parents don't really know what movies are. I, I okay. Yeah, they don't. Like my mom yeah. was here recently, uh, and she was watching the, the, uh, the, uh, Nancy Kennedy. Is yeah. Nancy Kennedy? Uh, yeah. No, it's not that's Nancy Reagan. Jackie Kennedy. Kennedy. Jackie Kennedy. She's watching the Jackie Kennedy movie on TV and she goes, oh, yeah. How did they how did they bring those cameras into her shower like that? Oh wow. And I I'm like, Mom, what, what are you talking about? And she's like <laughs> That's awesome its you own know, way. Like uh is she just okay with that? And like she's she's this is a movie. She's like, What? That's Natalie Portman. Yeah. She had no clue. None. She thought it was a documentary. Yeah. She I thought mean, it was just I don't know what she thought it was. Okay. She was just like, ah, you know, I don't have time for these things. That's <laughs> That's yeah. its own kind of
1: freedom, though, when you don't have to worry about movies. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> but here so. you are.
0: You're a filmmaker now going, right, you know, Mom, I'm the one putting the cameras in the shower now. Right. Um, and it's interesting because I wrote plays in high school, and okay. I put them on at, at our local church. And they started off kind of religious, and then eventually it was just like, I'm going to put this play on in the right. church. And, uh, and we'd walk around Walmart, and people yeah. in the city would just be like, is that your kid who made that play? And, I'd be, and my mom would find like, yeah, Kind of proud and whatnot, you know, like, okay, yeah, he did that. You know, he didn't make any money doing it, but, uh, that's my kid. And then, uh, I, I eventually was just like, you know what? I think I want to do this. And then I, this was like the, like my life changing moment. I don't know what award show I watched, but I watched, um, Brian Cranston, uh, uh, in an award show. And I said, well, what is he doing there? Malcolm in the middle is over. Right. And they're talking about breaking bad. I watched all eight episodes of Breaking Bad. And the next day, yeah. I moved to LA. Wow. The next day. Because I Get said, if he man. can do Malcolm in the Middle and then Breaking Bad, Transition. I think I can do that, too. And I left. I came out
1: here. Okay. that is There's a lot to unpack there. Because yeah. I I can understand, and you may be clever. Like, I can understand what your parents are saying. Hey, we came to America. We're working hard to yeah. this and that. This Is what we
0: want, yep. and I'm sure. Did you understand it? I'm sure. Maybe I get you, it. You got it. I got it. My brother's a doctor, so I was like, You're shooting that 50 right now. <laughs> and that's what <not> yeah, <laughs> you not bad. You're doing, Come yeah. on, mom and dad. You're all right, right? You know, and if I book something plain as a doctor, like, come on, <laughs> just <laughs> that's that's well, too.
1: Maybe your mom will think you're a doctor and they'll just put cameras in your office. Bingo. Um, but
0: take me to that conversation. Do you sit down and say, See, ya, I'm out tomorrow on the bus? Mm, no. Uh, because I promised him I was going to be a doctor, uh, a lawyer. Okay. I promised him I was going to be a lawyer and all this stuff. And then I kind of secretly applied to school to be an actor. Oh, wow. And I had an entire business plan in my head. Like, mm-hmm. okay,
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's in one movie, probably a hundred actors, right. but one director yeah, and one writer or maybe two writers. So the best thing I can do is try to be the person that gets the job. Yeah, which is the actor. Better chances, you know. you know Better, j- better. So it's like, let me start there and then kind of build myself up yeah. to be a writer, producer, director, filmmaker. Um, and so that was my plan. So I, um, I applied to go to Amda. And um, what, what's Amda for those who don't? Know? Oh, Amda is um, the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. It's a school for people who don't want to do math and just want to. I missed that. I would have had a lot of fun there. Yeah, you would have, but it costs a lot of money. So yeah. uh that's where the math comes in. They're like, you don't know how to do math? Okay, so here's a hundred thousand dollar bill. Uh, uh <laughs> Um, so I, I I went to it and they had a bachelor's degree program for uh actors, and I applied and I eventually just kind of told my mom, Hey, look, I'm not gonna be a lawyer. And she was like, record scratch. Yep. She was like, My child would not be a drug addict here. And I was like, okay, I mean, just take it easy. I have a plan. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be a filmmaker, you know, and I know I'm going to school to study acting, but it's because I'm looking at the odds and the chances and all these things. So, um... I got I got probably about hundred different phone calls from every member of my family telling me that California is the land of the devil and evil and I mean they're not wrong yeah you know. I mean but half of them are in New York and that's where the devil was born <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, so, you can find him at a bar about three a.m. Yeah, on Forty Second Street you sure waiting, can yeah. you know he's both the guy sitting next to you and the guy pouring your drinks so um, yeah I got I got all those calls and I was still just like yeah I'm gonna go I'm gonna go and my mom was just like. All right. Yeah. I mean, what can you do? She's like four foot nine and I'm ginormous. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, so I just yeah. left and, and even still to this day, they're like, you don't want to do anything else. And I kind of am. But yeah.
1: Well, you, you know, but that's, I think also you do learn, you can diversify and do a lot of things in plug road. You have, and you have a business mind. You said, yeah. I mean, you're writing stuff at 12, finishing things, you're t- talking about business mind. That's one of the things. I seen I'd seen a lot of young guys and gals come through that job who did want to do, you know, everyone want to do something else. Right. Except for about ten percent. Two of them are still there. But <laughs> yeah, right. um I I can see people, yeah, I want to be a writer, an actor, this and that. You were like, no, no, I've got this, I've done this, here's my plan, I got a company, da, da, da. Yeah. where does that come from? Does it just natural upbringing mind,
0: interest in that, awareness that you need that? You know what? I um I've always kind of taken this, like, leadership-type place, you know, in life. Yep. And the the first thing I, I ever wrote, actually, was a script uh, for Rugrats. Nice. And I wrote that in the fifth grade, and I sent it to THQ, which is a company that makes video games. And oh, yeah. I remember. They yeah. made a good wrestling game. Yes, 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 exactly. Yes. Um, and I sent yeah. it to them because they made a Rugrats game. And uh, they wrote me back, actually, and they wow. were like, we don't do anything with the scripts, but... You know, here's the person you want to contact. This is like the nineties. So what? like yeah. it was totally different than today. Yeah. Um so they gave me the right person to contact. I contacted the person at Nickelodeon. I said, here's the first page of my script. My parents had no clue I was no doing clue. this. No clue. In fifth grade. And in the fifth grade. And I sent it over to them. And then I went to school and I told everybody, Hey, look, you know, I wrote this movie here. <laughs> You're going to play this part. You're going to, you're casting. (laughs) I was casting at school and all that thing. And I think that's where it started. Cause I was like, I want all the creative control. This is my movie, you know? And what's, I'm an auteur. Yeah. I was like, listen here guys, (laughs) you know, this is the real deal. I wrote Nickelodeon and maybe like three months went by and Nickelodeon was like, send us the whole script. And I was like, what? So I printed it. it out. Yeah. And it was like 400 pages <laughs> on word document. word document. And I sent it in and um, they wrote me back actually. And they were like, fix it. Like yeah. make it an appropriate length and we'll reread it again. And I was like, do these people know that I'm a fifth grader? Yeah. I was going to say, did, had you revealed that? Never. Okay. I never said like, I'm in the fifth grade and my teacher is. No, I was just like, yeah. You know, and then I had a, an older cousin of mine who like, I was yeah. like, just reread over this, make sure it sounds like cool. Right. You know? And, um, and then I rewrote it a lot of it, and yeah. uh it was all on a floppy disk on uh-huh. one single floppy disk. Yeah, and um, in a car accident, it like uh, broke. No, and then I I just stopped. Yeah, it was too that long. that would have been that
1: story that emerges in the internet. Here's the true story of how a fifth grader became a rug writer. Right, <laughs>
0: uh,
1: staff writer. Yep, yeah. But so you it came did I think you started
0: from there. You, Me just being
1: like, I'm gonna just do what I want to do. And you talk about being in a position like a, a type of leadership person. That's exactly what I saw with you. To this day, I don't know. I don't know if you were a good or bad employee for me when it came to pretty, the stuff we needed. Bad. Yeah, I didn't know because I didn't <laughs> care because I knew you were the type of person on staff that people gravitated to. Yeah. You could handle any situation in the public that I needed. You had a brain on you, yep. uh, and people just they looked to you, mm-hmm. supervisors uh, above you. Uh, I did. You saw me you i'll tell this story now uh i i i once a week or so i had to do spot inspections and i would do 10 percent of them in reality um <laughs> as did all the directors in our region we would used to joke about it uh yeah. but um i popped in and, and it was may of 2015 around this time and that was the time i drove home i spent a weekend in my home and was contemplating moving home and giving up my pursuits uh and i i always tell some long-time listeners have heard the story in short uh a uh, friend's up there kicked my ass and said, "No, go back down." And a week later, I got the call about Screen Junkies and left. Yeah, them
0: okay, I remember this. But do you, I, I was in
1: the office and I was, I was at some of my lowest points, and I, I don't remember your exact words, but I just remember you telling me, "No, no, yeah, this ain't that. No, yeah. what have you tried?" And you kept saying, "We're going to sit down and a business plan," and we never really did do that. But I had, le- I within a couple weeks later, I left. Or I put on my resignation or that. And I'll never forget that because I could have a lot of people tell me that and you are tech, you know, you work for me or something. There's a wall, you keep up a wall between your employees. And it was a moment where I just looked at you as a human was like, I I believe this guy. So you have that. Where does that come from? Spiritual backgrounds, growth, everything, things you've been through, experiences.
0: I'm fascinated by that in you because it, it, it emanates off of you. You know what? I, it's crazy. I do remember that. And you had, um, you had sweats on. (laughs) Um, <laughs> the sign of giving up yeah 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 you had sweats on in public and um, <laughs> at it's work, true at work but it's at true. like 11:30 at night it's true um, I do remember that and I I, I think it comes from um, my parents being from a, the mm-hmm. poorest country in the Western hemisphere you know right. and when they came out here it was like here's here's um, a math problem with one one solution. Yeah. And to me, it's like, well, you don't have to give up whatever it is that you actually enjoy doing or like doing um, because you have to fit into this one solution. Right. Um, I, I think I paid attention a lot to what the things that my parents say. And they're always like, oh, I wish I could have done this or like, I wish mm. I could have done that. And it's not like simple things like I wish I could have gone to Japan or
1: right. something like that.
0: It's always like, I wish I could like my, my mom all the time, looks at commercials. Like the one thing she does understand about television and goes, I wish I could have done that. (laughs) Sorry. You know? Yeah. You know? And she, she's actually called me and like, like, how do I get into that? You know, I have a nice smile. Like I can do something for Colgate or something. And I've always just thought, why don't you just go do it? Go do it. You know, come up with the plan and then go do it. But she's like fitting into this formula of what they said, mm. you have to do this in America to feel okay. Mm. And to mm. me, it's like, well, I can do both. As long as I believe in myself, mm-hmm. I have a plan, I have, um, I have creativity, mm. and then I have a personality that people will want to support. Right. And now the math problem has changed, but the solution is still the same. Still the same. You know, I, I think it that. comes from that.
1: That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. You're writing scripts at five. You got some, <laughs> some depth to it. Well, I don't know if they're good. And but. personality <laughs> people. At, and, but you were also, you take the time. It's one thing to have a lot of knowledge and to be, you know, uh, you know, a Gandalf to the people around you, but you, you make a point. Like there's some people you, you reach out to help me in that moment. And you didn't, you didn't just say pat me on the back and uh, all right, boss, have a good night. You'll get it. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. You, you followed up, right. emailed me. I talk talking this and that. And, and, and um, we still might.
0: Yeah.
1: I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. still lack some of the business. Um, but other people, uh, people who struggling with the, you know, weight, body image and self-worth around the office. You were the guy. Yes. You're the guy who says, get on my back. Yes. Well, absolutely. W- th- is that, that's intentional. Do you love doing that? It's part of your existence.
0: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, I read something about everybody's reasons for why they do things mm. and, every single thing everybody does is for selfish reasons. Yeah. And it's, that doesn't have to be a negative. Yeah. You know, and, and in that, in that article or whatever, whatever it was I was reading, they were talking about somebody who loves giving to charity mm-hmm. and it just makes them feel so great because they're either contributing to this, to their society or they're doing something to make someone else smile, right. which in turn makes them smile. And <clears throat> when I moved to California, I was 300 like 30 pounds. Right. And one day I got up and I lost 135 pounds in five months. Wow! And it got me into, into that whole lifestyle because I always said, I can't do that. Mm. So every time I hear someone say, I can't do that, I just hear me saying, I can't do that. Right? And it's like, no, 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 wait, you're coming at it the wrong way. So if I can help you do something, I'm in turn like, yes, yes. Like I, I'm seeing you succeed. I feel like I'm succeeding. Right. That's like, that's like the best feeling for me. I love it. And well, people like, you know, I suffer from depression.
1: I'm talking, you know, well, how do you get, I, how do you get out of depression? I think you fight it often by getting outside of yourself and putting, investing in other people, then you don't see yourself. And then like you just said, you feel good. So that's that good kind of selfishness. Does yeah, that, does that make sense? absolutely.
0: It's important to be good. selfish. yeah.
1: Yeah, good selfish. Good selfish. I yeah. love that. That might be the title of this episode. Good selfish. Yeah, that's so. That's that's where it comes from. That makes sense. Yeah, and then and you succeeded, and you 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 did something that you wanted to do. You know, yeah. Uh, in this this day and age, you know uh, how you feel about yourself is what that's the goal. So if you want to lose the weight, you want to get in shape, or you happy with where, where you're at. That's you find out what you want and you get it, and you sure. did it. That's right. And you hear So when you hear other people say, "I can't," including me, in other ways, I uh, shut that down quick. Shut it down.
0: Because the, I can't is like you instantly shutting the door. Right. You know? And, and I mean, I've gotten into little tips with people who are like, well, you don't understand. Like I'm a woman and I'm, right. I'm, I'm 30 and, and, then, and it's like, well, what have you tried? And then you mm-hmm. hear everybody's yeah. response. You know, it could be a consistency problem. It could mm-hmm. be that they're not. Following up You know yeah. It's just so many things To where they need to hear Someone else say like That's your problem Right Find your solution That's some stuff Mark that down kids What have you tried Is a
1: powerful Mm-hmm powerful thing to throw not throw back in a negative sense but i'll say you know put back and uh, and put in front of someone that's what i want to say Mm -hmm. Uh, i think you've even did that uh, did that to me during that time period roughly maybe not exactly quotes of like all right cool uh yeah you you want to get out of this day job and you've been in town for 15 years what what have you tried Mm -hmm. and i could list some things off i could list 50 off that i didn't Mm -hmm. and it's tough and then if you're you know if i'm in that position it's it can get embarrassing too when you're like I've tried everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Write da- here's a piece of paper. Write down what you've tried, right. and not not in a challenging way, but just in a helpful way. Then you realize, oh, I've spent most of the time in my room complaining. Yeah, that's tough. That yeah, happens. So yeah. you're good at getting that out.
0: I am. Um, I am only good at getting that out of people who want to get it out of themselves. So well, that's the key. Too. You know, I'm I'm the key, but you got to turn it. Ah, uh, it's God. You're just. You're just, like, you, when's this, you know, <laughs> I or do bad. That bad I do
1: intentionally bad motivations on the internet. You should do intentionally good. I um, hope I can one day. Yeah, but it, but it works. And then you start, uh, you know, at what point did you really start this production company thing and start making your own stuff?
0: Okay. So I actually started like the day I came to California. Okay. I came, I went to school. Um, it was the day Michael Jackson died and I, I went to my, like, classmates during orientation and they were like i want to win an oscar one day and mm. blah blah and they asked me and they were and they were like what do you want to do and i was like yeah, i'm going to produce as much stuff as possible yeah. and does anybody own a camera and yeah. does anybody know how to write a script or anything like that and my classmates were like you know you're in school for acting right and i was like yeah but you know it falls into the bigger uh the bigger picture and while i was in school i was producing short films and um And and uh, web web shows and all these types of things until I got shut down at the school actually really um you know because I was filming on campus and they got upset and they were like hey you know you can't be showing our campus to everybody if you continue we're gonna sue you blah 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 but like by the by the (laughs) right so I stopped uh, at the school and I just continued shooting uh, at other people's apartments and things but. Um, later on down the line, they actually came back to me and were like, Hey, you know, we're doing this new media class. You want to help us with it? And I was like, Yeah, <laughs> no. And at the time, Can I
1: shoot on campus now. It
0: was funny because in 2009, 10 ish, YouTube yeah. was still like, you know, kind yeah. of its bubbling point, And they were like, No respectable actors ever on YouTube. Right. Stop that. You're embarrassing yourself. And right. then, like, five years later, total total difference, you know? Yeah. Um, but, Then I made it into a real company in 2012. Okay. Um, At the time, I literally had no clue even what I was selling. Gotcha. No clue. But I was holding meetings with everybody who was a part of it at the time. Like, hey, we're going to sell. Yeah. 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 You know? Yeah. You know? (laughs) What are we selling? Yeah. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to do this. You know? And everybody was like, okay. And I had people paying dues and stuff. and All kinds of things. And until I really like sat down and said, well, wait a second, I need a business plan. I sat down and wrote my business plan. And, Mm -hmm. um, and since then it's, that's been our thing. Yeah. And, um, I sell production service and then on the other half, I sell content that I've produced. Um, which is all funny stuff. Yeah. You do. Is that, is that your focus for movies, TV shows, comedy, drama? I'm sure you can do it all. no, 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 um, when actually when I say funny stuff, it's okay. how I made them is probably funnier than the actual then then got yeah. it. Fair enough. Uh, what's, <laughs> what, what's the process for you? um so let's see. Our first feature film came out in twenty sixteen. Okay. Um I needed a budget for that. And so I gave a friend of mine my last hundred dollars. I think I had a mm. hundred and four dollars and bills to pay, like in mm. a, a week or so. And uh, you know, when we were working together, I literally made like Jack. So it, it- you, and for those listening That wasn't me No it wasn't you <laughs> <laughs> It that wasn't you It was, you you was a were company out of saying, Chicago Yeah like, <laughs> Um yeah. yeah so And I got in trouble there Before asking for more money Um But From me or after I left After you left Uh yeah, yeah I wrote a letter to corporate And I was yeah. just like Please understand we live in California Right You know what we make is not enough And they wrote me back They actually wrote back the guy who replaced you And they yeah. were like This guy's gonna uh, start a riot Uh Please uh, Fire him yeah, and, that's uh, not surprising. Yeah, and then they um, they didn't fire me; they transferred me to a place that paid me like five dollars more an hour. So well, sometimes like, life right, works well, out, but then there's the ones behind me who Yeah, but anyhow. Oh, that uh, industry! Oh, I could talk about that industry. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, so yeah, but so but you could get one hundred four dollars bills I, to pay. Right, I gave that guy a hundred dollars, and yeah. he he promised me I'm a professional poker player. I'm gonna go flip this money. Wow! And I said, okay. So yeah. I'm telling you, I'm sweating bullets <laughs> that night. And he goes to the casino. He comes back the next day. He goes, I lost $50, man. And I said, all right, get in my car. <laughs> I'm going to murder you. No. No. Yeah. We're going back to the casino. Right. And I'm going to watch you play. Wow. I'm going to watch you play. And you're going to make my money back. And what casino? Where is uh, it? We went to Commerce. Commerce down here in LA. got it. Long story short, we get Twenty seven thousand dollars. Get out of here. Yeah, I went every day with him every, and I watched. I was like, my eyes were glued on him until he made us the money, and then you started losing a little bit. I was like, give me the money, give and me the money. We're out of here. Right. <laughs> Don't <laughs> play we, the slots on the way out. Right. Nope. And so I took the buddy, and I <gasps> I made our first feature. Get out of here. Yep. That's your. That's a story right there. Yep. Wow. Yep.
1: Wow. A little, little bit of God on your side and the gambling gods.
0: Yeah, um, I'm not going to do that again. Not, <laughs> not going to do it again. Not going to no. do it again. And, and which feature is this? Which, which, that was called All About the Money. It's okay. a great movie to watch drunk when, huh. you know, it's on Amazon. Got it. You can watch that. Yeah. This is Kelby K.O. Productions, right? So this, yeah. is, that's always been the name? Yes. And you got one now out, right? It oh. is on the way. Uh, it it okay. screened, it premiered at the uh, Sunscreen Film Festival in October okay. 2018. And um, now we're actually just kind of going back, reworking on it. And we are supposed to be in another film festival in April. Okay. And then it uh, should be on the DSPs, digital streaming platforms, sometime okay. later on this year. Yeah, those terms. Yeah. And that's this is the Uncle Ed's Bucket List. Yes. Uncle Ed's Bucket List. Really funny movie. You'll, everyone will love it. What, what, what's the elevator pitch? Uh, so I have an old white uncle... Who, um, is dying, so he decides to uh, go through all of his, you know, bucket list uh, right. dreams, and uh, I decide to do everything with him, and one of his dreams is to um, do drugs with rappers, and another one is to bang a girl from high school, and all these, all these things. So it's just kind of really goofy and silly. Goofy, silly. Yeah. But also it could be uplifting, uh, Deep uh, deep Town. Uh, yeah, actually, you
1: probably will find some... Uh inspiration and yeah. living life to the fullest
0: yeah.
1: um this is an interesting age because you talk about yeah youtube 2009 2010 uh for those who are listening or you know familiar with the, the schmoves know and the movie trivia schmodown and all that stuff i do with christian and mark when they started reviewing movies in 2007 mm-hmm. uh we we're all stand-up comics and we we're like what are you doing you're on youtube mm-hmm. reviewing movies 10 people are going to watch you get off of that uh, you know, by 2015, that's the reason I was able to leave my job. You know, the yeah. whole industry springs up. But it's also interesting because this is a, this can be a do-it-yourself filmmaking uh, time period, but that doesn't make it any easier. No, it does not. It does not. And that's, I think, I think sometimes people on the outside, you should have the I want to do it attitude, but be aware of the realities of
0: how hard it is. You know what? Because YouTube has grown beyond the point of the kid at home with a camera. Mm. Um, I actually decided to go back to school oh, wow. to get a master's in business mm. to really understand business. Yeah. You know, cause I have the mindset for it, but I need that like backing. <clears throat> yeah. So I went back to school and I, and I'm, I'm finishing up like in a couple of months and it really took me to that level where I can understand that I never want to treat something that's like YouTube in 2007, eight and nine, right. Um, like YouTube of 2007, eight and nine. Right. I always want to think about it in this sense of where we're at today. Got it. Um, because that platform is making millionaires mm-hmm. is making companies. It's making and breaking and, and, and know, breaking, but you know, yeah. so I want to always think about forward movement, you know, so that's in that's really 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 important about something that I missed 10 years ago. I think it's a, it's a, it's important to put a pin to to put a spotlight on that because jokes aside, uh
1: I came back to the that mall in 2007. I was working at the Grove um 04 to 07 came back, you know, here I am doing standup comedy and all that stuff. And I looked at this new thing and it was like, uh, number one, I can't do it. I don't have the equipment. I don't know how to do it, so I can't do it. And two, what are you guys doing? It's new and, fr- and if I'd started talking about Star Wars in 2009, my life and life happens the way it's supposed to happen. I believe in that, but I look back and I feel stupid I missed the boat. Yep. Podcasting comes along. My friend Tim Powers who was just on last week with the Hot Sizzler Night show, he is an old radio guy like me and I would be like I don't do podcasting cuz I was in radio and he's like, "Okay, <laughs> I could have started 3 years earlier.
0: It's so much easier too." Yeah,
1: yeah. it is. But I could have started 3 years earlier and been ahead and not part of the crowded explosion yep, yep. um and i've tried to adopt that mindset now yeah i don't understand snapchat but everything else i will look at
0: <laughs> you know what man snapchat is that 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 one that one nerd that fights back <laughs> <laughs> the, That's nerd, kind of, the nerd, nerd, nerd that fights in. back because it should have <laughs> been gone a long time it ago should've. It really should have, you know, just bad move after bad move. But they are persistent, yeah. And there are shows on Snapchat that are getting numbers. Yeah. I'm talking millions of views weekly.
1: It's still a thing, but yeah. that's important mindset. I, so I, I just wanted to spotlight that. What you're saying is, 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 you know, I joke. I just spent, you know, an hour with my mom on the phone trying to, you know, switch her Apple ID, and it's hard and complicated. But you know, she's trying to learn something new, so I give yeah. her the credit of it. Um, to her, new to her. So that's that's important. So uh, you, you look at everything now. Absolutely. You want to be on the cusp.
0: Yes, You want to be behind. Yeah. It's, it's super important because, you know, um, back in the day, mm-hmm. let's say uh, you shoot a movie, mm-hmm. you don't know what to do afterwards. And one of the golden rules of making a feature is knowing where it's going to go right. so that you can make some money off of it. Yeah. Um, back in the day, it was... All right. I made this movie. I'm going to send it to every film festival that I can possibly send it to, not knowing that you need a budget for every PR in every right. film festival that you go to, which is running up the bill. Yeah. And then hopefully I get a distributor who's not going to screw me over right. today. <clears throat> yeah. Not the same. Not the same. Um, I can shoot my movie and say, all right, I'm going to take it to X, Y, and Z distributor that I can just send an email to mm. and then come up with my own marketing plan, uh, pay to get on whatever s- platform I want to get on. Right. And then, and then the, the, every the outcome of it is all in my own hands. Mm. Everything that happens is right. because of something that I did or did not do. Yeah. So these things, it's like, it's easier, but it's harder at the same time. You do have to think like, Four different companies. Yeah, as a single person. As
1: a single person. Yeah, you understand that you understand not just understand the business and studying it and learning it, and, but you understand it is both. Yeah, the arts and the business of oh, this. Oh yeah, and that's yeah. that's lost on, on a lot of people. But mm-hmm. they, you know, but every generation, every generation yeah. gets off. Where do I go to be an Oscar winning actor? And, mm-hmm. and you got to learn. You know, my girlfriend is is an actor and, and you know books regularly all that kind of stuff. And but it is a forty hour a week job to <laughs> hopefully get that one. Audition that hit you know, and it's always it's a business of it. Yep. And the costs I did I didn't realize to switch your headshots on some of these websites oh, cost hundreds of dollars. Nightmare. It's all that stuff that I, here I am over in stand up comedy world going, I don't know, I used <laughs> to go on stage and tell bad jokes. But, yeah. 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 So yeah. you've got that down. I'm getting it down. Getting it down. You know. Well, I mean, you, you got a head start, but uh, but but that's again. That's what I like about you. you you're not at the finish line. You're going to no. keep pushing. Yeah, absolutely. When it comes to actually making the films and your writing process and the stories you want to tell, and then actually doing the filmmaking in this day and age, you're talking about shooting on your campus. And how do you approach it now? Uh, how do you come together? You got the story, Uncle Ed's uh, bucket list. You got this story. Mm-hmm. How long does it take you to write the script? What's your process? And how how does it? How long does it take you to shoot? Because I have a lot of young filmmakers, I'm sure they're listening, that are out of state and they want to learn it. I think that's probably valuable, in how you how you actually shoot an independent movie at this
0: level. Okay, so <clears throat> I, I can't necessarily coach about how to write because okay. my process is a little different. I write when I get bad news. Okay. I get bad news or something has happened in my life or someone's life that puts pieces of fragmented thoughts in my head all together. And then I sit down and I write it in about seven days. Okay. And then I reread it and I have to read it out loud. Mm-hmm. And just to hear like, do these characters sound like real people? And then I go back and I do some revising and then that's, that's it. Okay. I'm probably not going to come back to it again because I know that the story is where I want it where to be. Want. Then I, I, I make a list of everything I own that I can use. So my car, my Mm -hmm. apartment, my friend's apartment, I'll count it as things that I own. Anybody that says it's okay to use this, Mm -hmm. mine. Then I make a list of things that I need to tell my story. And I'm always aware that when I write, I'm going to write with things that are, 85% within the things that I own, 10% within the things that I need, Mm. and 5% within a miracle happening. Got it. Got it. And a miracle always will happen. (laughs) Yeah. It will. I love that. It will. So um, Mm. I then say, okay, I register it wherever it needs to be registered. Sure. And then... I make a plan. I make a, a time sheet of when I want to shoot it based on how I will get the money to make it. Right. andy uh, filming is often, you know, 13
1: consecutive weekends or alternating mm-hmm. weekends or right. once, you know, that's with the process. So, But
0: I don't do that. You don't? No. Because I gain weight real easy. Yeah. <laughs> As and, do uh, I. and my barber <laughs> can never get my hair right, right two times in a row. So... <laughs> Hey, that's true. <laughs> you know, so I say we're going to take nine days and shoot this thing. Got it. And what I do purposefully is make sure that there's like two characters in the movie that needs to be there the majority of the time. Okay. The rest of the time, I'm, I'm going to need you for one day. Right. That way it's, too, it's never too much of a burden on anybody. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm always going to be one of the main characters because I can account for my time. Absolutely. Then you can trust you. I can trust me yeah. to be there. Right. One of the miracles is trusting somebody else to be there. <laughs> and life in general, yes. <laughs> right, you know? So I do that, I schedule it, and we're off. Like that? Just like that. I love that. Just like that. Okay. Um, if something doesn't come together, I'm going to throw that in the miracle box. It will come together. Okay. And it do- it's happened so many times, it's just like, I don't even worry about it. Yeah. I don't. So I, sh- I do that. The hard part is post-production. Sure. Takes so long. Right. <laughs> it takes right. forever. Um, but shooting the movie, not hard. Our last, fee- our last movie, Uncle Ed's Bucket, at we shot in nine days. Wow. Nine days.
1: That's a full-length feature.
0: Full-length feature. It's an hour and a half long. Yeah. We- and we- we- we've made that schedule so tight that everybody was home at like 8 p.m., I, don't know,
1: I just want to work for you in general now. Can I, <laughs> can I work for you? Yeah. But that's because that's one of the daunting things with, you know, indie filmmaking in that level. Yeah. You don't know what you're in for. You might be, that's, that's what I was talking about. You yeah. might be there. You might be 13 months every other weekend mm-hmm. trying to get the shot. Cause Bob's at his job and this and that, but mm-hmm. you're like, this is what we're doing. That's right.
0: You have to get the bulk of the work yeah. out of the way. Right. Because when it's time to cut the project together, I, I want the whole thing there and yeah. I'm not going to be able to count on you in January of 2020 because half these people here leave and move away and yeah. go and, or you never know. So let's just get you while we have you. Yeah. Let's get that out of the way. Right. Post-production doesn't matter because you can be my editor today and not tomorrow. And now I'll find another guy right. who knows how to work the program. Right. No big deal um so that is my approach to everything first step knowing where i'm gonna put the movie what i want to do with it next finding my my crew making sure that i can trust you and that you can work for me for real cheap and then finding my cast Mm -hmm. making sure i account for all my locations build out my uh my my uh calendar for it and then we're off to the races yeah Yeah, gone pedal to the metal. I love that. One of the things that's really smart. And I'm
1: glad you brought it up because it was a conversation I was having recently, uh, actually, with my girlfriend talking about Game of Thrones. um, You know, I'm a big fan of the books and all the stuff. And there's, you know, obviously, they cut characters and this, and that and and just uh, how much of that is related to even on HBO's level, budget and availability.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: And I think young creators, go write your story. I think if you're, you know, 21 in college and you're writing your first major script, go make it a space adventure all you want. Yep. But what you're trying to get done is, is you are writing to this list you have as well. Yeah, you, like you said, you get your story, you know where it's at. But the mm-hmm. shots are going to get and everything, that is what's really smart. Yeah. Economical creating.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, uh, to me, it's like the fundamental rule. Yeah, if I don't have it and it's not going to come from a miracle, I'm not going to write it. Right, not anymore. We got a forty army battle. We're going to put. Mm. In. Oh yeah, can't do that. Yeah. Right on, man. Yeah, I can't count for forty people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even count for ten people to be there. You know, mm-hmm. so no, write for wow. what you got and yeah. just be creative when it comes to how you want to tell the story. Shoot, yeah. I don't know. Shoot the thing upside down, but right. be creative. Yeah, and then people will. No one will ever see gosh they, they shot in an apartment yeah no one will ever say that they'll just say that guy's acting was good or not good or right. the writing you know yeah so just keep, keep it cool
1: keep it together you know shoot within your means. i love that man that's some really wise stuff uh and and you all you you know you fund your, your production company for a little bit through you know you try to get some commercial projects and mm-hmm. work for people shoot and you shot you shot a video for for me and a friend one time like yes. you know like uh that's the real. That's the business side of it too. Um, Outside of that, I'm curious where you sit right now. What are you working on now? And and what is, what, what, what is your new goals? You know, is it just maintain biggest direct in the world? What, where, where do you,
0: where do you dream and where do you, where do you think you you go? Okay. So um, I've had this conversation with myself so many times, so it's great to talk to somebody outside of the shower. Um, (laughs) We are recording this in (laughs) Kelby's shower. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I've always, I've always thought about how to take what we're doing to the next level. Mm-hmm. So something that I decided to do about a year and a half ago was to not do things I'm not great at mm. in, the, in the sense of business. If it costs me money, I'm not going to do it if I'm not great at it. Right. So I don't touch cameras anymore. Oh, well, I'm yeah. not shooting anymore. I'm not doing any of that. I just manage. Got it. I just manage. Unless it's photography, I do photography. But my my main thing is video. I sell video production services. So um, I have my team of people that I always work with, that I can account for the greatness of their work. And I can sell that day and night. And what I have been doing is I've been working with a yoga streaming platform, pretty much the, the Netflix of yoga I've produced every single one of their classes. That's a statement in itself. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I've I've produced every single one of their classes. We're talking hour long classes, 10 minute classes, blah, blah, blah. I've made, I produced all of that, put it all together and they have been killing the game with that. So I've been doing that, but that has pushed me to another level to say, I don't really want to do that only. Mm -hmm. And I want to take my selling video production services to about 25% of the company. So another reason why I went back to school to get my master's is because I thought about my network, mm-hmm. the people that I have around me that I can use, not in a negative sense, but I can use to piggyback off of them to do something bigger and greater. So films, uh, sounds lucrative yeah, and it's, It can be lucrative Mm -hmm. if done properly, but you'd need that network around you to bring in the cash. So my goal is to restructure my company. I want to go out, find investors, um, Mm -hmm. um, build up that network behind me, and then come back and do some more creation. But, in a longer term. I don't know if I want to just do features anymore. Mm. I'm going to probably get back into the YouTube game and just start making Mm. content frequently. But now I have a really, really, really good concept of marketing behind me. And I've always said without knowing why I said it, but I've always said you want to spend 10% of your budget on your project and 90% Ninety percent on the marketing, mm-hmm. because it's mm-hmm. more important that somebody knows about your project yeah. than the project. And it really is. Yeah, that's how you're going to make your money,
1: even on big studio levels. When oh, they yeah. me- when they mess up the marketing, yep,
0: that's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah, and that's what I want to do. Gotcha. I want to I want to create content and distribute it myself mm-hmm. um, on a larger. In a larger way, um, so Uncle Ed's bucket list will probably make another feature after that, and that might be my last like low, low budget film. And then I'm going to go away for a little bit, meet people, yeah, sell services, and just come back with a little bit more money. I love it. Yeah, I love the it. Point. I love to hear I, that's important. It was important for me to
1: ask because I want to hear your thought process on it. I will get you outside of the shower. Yeah, and share it with those out there. Um, eh, when you now going just overall here outside the film business, um, you're an inspirational guy. You've, you've got a good head on your shoulders, but when you get down, because uh-huh. we all get down, yep. how do you get yourself out of that? Do you just apply? It's tough to apply your own lessons sometimes. It I, is I, one of the big struggles I have. Is is you know you feel I got through that. I'm good. I'm going to get a cheeseburger, and I'm happy with myself today, and then tomorrow a new problem comes, and it's almost more disappointing that you're back there again than the actual problem. Yeah. It's where I find myself. So as inspirational as you are, and hmm. and, and I've I've seen it in action, what do you do when you're, like, back down in the dumps?
0: How do you get yourself back up? How does Kelby help Kelby? You know, um, that's a, that's a great question because – um, there's, there's so many things that do bog me down. Mm. Um, I'm going actually, I'm going to say this and not, not too many people know, it, but from 2016 or so, I've had like super bad spinal problems, right? I couldn't feel my toes. Oh yeah. Up until January of this year, Wow, I had spinal surgery. I was in wow. the hospital. Yep. I was in the hospital five days, couldn't walk all that mm. jazz. And it was something that I think taught me a lot about problem management. Mm, okay. I couldn't stand. I couldn't stand for more than three minutes for, year, for three years. And before I got surgery, I had so many people say, why are you getting surgery? Mm-hmm. When I was in pain 24-7. Mm-hmm. And I think- that what is important is that I go back deep into myself and ask, what's the problem? Where's the solution? And in, in the where, who has it? Mm. Mm. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Okay. Because it's easy. A lot of people will take advantage of their problem to mm. stay in the problem.
1: I often say, with respect, as someone who suffered depression, and I think it's a lot of the chemicals, I think people, we love our depression, so we don't yeah. want to lose our friend. Yeah. That's our friend. Yeah. So it's easier. It's,
0: cons- it's the, probably the only, one of the more, more consistent things that you have yeah. in life. And yeah. consistency is like good thing. It's a good thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're comfortable there. Yeah. Um, but I go back deep into myself and I say, what's my current problem? Now, I can complain about it for sure, but I always will come back and say, but you know what? Who cares? Right. I care. Right. So I have the solution. So in this cycle of me not, not being able to walk, not being able to stand, mm. I shot a movie mm. and said, nothing is going to tell me that I can't. Gotcha.
1: I'm going to FDR this from a wheelchair with a blanket
0: over them. Absolutely. <laughs> I think the greatest thing that I can do mm-hmm. to overcome an obstacle is to climb on the back of the obstacle and become mm-hmm. its own obstacle. Wow. Are you writing these down? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to go to your TED talk, man. Um
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's and the then, obstacle. And then, I'm gonna get in front of that obstacle. You know what I mean? There's, you, they always say there's multiple ways to get through something. You go mm. to the left, the right, over, or under, or through it. Right. So I try to go over it because I always want to be in charge. Right. So I want to ride the obstacle, mm. you know, until I figure it out and say, "Boom! Let me get off now. Mm. That's behind me." Gotcha. Surgery was part of that solution for you, oh, though, man. doing man! The that. day I went into surgery, I was having the doctor crack up the nurses, everything at five, yeah. thirty, six o'clock in the morning. And they were like, we've never had a patient who's going to get their spine messed with <laughs> telling us jokes yeah, and flirting with us, <laughs> <laughs> you know? And it was like, I'm here because I rode the obstacle. This is Good. already behind me. Yeah. You have a shirt on right now.
1: This isn't a video. It, it says, I'm proud of myself. Yep. Uh, I love that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, it's, it's, my mom sent me a, a a daily, she often, you know, send me a daily quote, inspirational quote. There's one of just like, you know, take, uh, nothing stops the flow of the conversation than, than refusing a nice compliment given to you. Yes. And it's so simple. But that shirt you got on right now, I'm proud of myself. That isn't a chest beating look at me that is going, I'm taking the time to say, I am happy with what I've done or happy with what I can do. That is a gift to yourself. That's important.
0: You know, something that I always talk about is finding the value within yourself. Right. That is like, to me, Mm -hmm. the thing that makes you, you. Yeah. In, in so many situations at work, Know your value. In your relationship, know your value. Or if you're pursuing a relationship, mm-hmm. pursue somebody who knows your worth mm-hmm. so that you're not there trying to explain how great you are right. to somebody. So, t- in order for you to do that, number one, you have to accomplish something. Right. So yeah. that you can, in turn, be proud of yourself. That's, that's a, going
1: back to the good kind of selfishness. Absolutely. Success isn't bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not. And you, you need it. Accomplish something. Right. And when you do that, you'll be like, wait a second here now. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm a pretty valuable person, not only for the things that you've done, but because of the things that you avoided. Right. Yeah. The things that you have surpassed, mm-hmm. the scars that you've gotten, that's all healed up. Be proud mm. of yourself, but be proud of yourself after you've accomplished something. That's the key. I even think it's as simple as
1: um, tonight. I am cooking uh, uh, carnitas street tacos on my own, right? Hey. And it seems, but it's like I made a meal. Yep. And I didn't go to Carl's Jr. Del Taco. <laughs> I didn't. I got and I put it together and 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 I think if you're listening, that's. We're not. K- Kelby's not just talking about making a movie. Right. I'm not just talking about having a podcast. Which, by the way, you have a podcast yeah. now, right? We're going to talk yeah. about it, point people to. It is what is what can you do today? What can you accomplish today? It might be getting out of the house because you are too depressed to get out of your bed. Yep. That might be it. I think that I look at it at like that. Yep. I ain't I ain't as smart as you. <laughs> You're smart. I ain't Don't smart. Uh, let's talk about this podcast. Okay. Uh, what, what is that? Because uh, I remember first time we talked, and that makes sense. I mean, we kind of drifted in out of contact. And, you know, if you're having trouble walking, you're getting spine surgery, that yeah. might delay some things. You got
0: a podcast now. Tell tell us about it. So my podcast is called Would You Like a
1: Podcast? And <laughs> I literally just double take I almost spit out my water. That's
0: hilarious. Perfect for the modern age. Yeah, that's right. Would You Like a Podcast uh, with Kelby and Devion. And... Um, it's really the world as seen by two people who are exactly the same and completely different. Mm -hmm. So Devian and I, both young, uh, creative, he does poems, he's an actor, I write, I'm an actor, Mm -hmm. and I'm straight, and he's fabulously gay. Got it. And we talk about all the things that a I don't understand about mm-hmm. gay culture, gay life, things that he's uh, opening up to me, okay. you know, about um, because there's um, there's so much that happens that we may we as like straight guys sure. may be supportive of mm-hmm. and don't understand whatsoever. Don't get it. No not comp- get yep. it. No, you yep, know? Yep. And I'm pretty open to listening uh, to as disgusting as it may get, mm. um, or as like intimate as it may get. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay to listen. You want to know. You know? And then, so then we talk about things that are happening in the world, like the whole Jesse Smollett thing. Right. You know, how does he see it compared to how I see it?
1: Right. It's interesting.
0: Yeah. You know, and we have different opinions and we've talked about, um, Children being being born with uh, their gender as X Mm. in comparison to you know male or female you know and things like that. How does a straight person see that in comparison to a gay person? Mm. Um, We talk about politics, we talk about um, you know pop culture, all these things we kind of meld together, and it's really just a red versus blue or really more like a blue versus pink yeah, uh, yeah. Way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. way of thinking. That's you know? interesting. And it's an occasional podcast. It doesn't happen every single week. Okay. Um, but we do it probably just about once every three weeks, two to three weeks.
1: Well, I mean, that gives you some time to build up the big issue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and how to ask uh, about
0: things. And where can they find it? Uh, that is on our uh, Kelby Kale Productions YouTube page. Mm. Um, you can like us on Facebook as well as Kelby K O Productions. Um, and we'll post about it and we'll tweet about it Yeah, and
1: all these things. Yeah. Absolutely. And, 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 uh, I'll let uh, the, the listeners here know where to find you uh, on Twitter and all that good stuff. So,
0: yeah. uh,
1: we're coming to into our time here. Uh, it's fascinating. I really do mean this. Uh, this has been, this was supposed to happen a while ago cause, uh, I said, I, I, I you know, want to help you out and I also get to know you, but, uh, uh, this happened now. And I think this always, this always happens at the right time for people, yeah. not just you and me, but the people listening. And I hope this, uh, um, the good stuff here uh, uh that, that Kelby's uh, putting down that you guys if you like it let them know um because it's uh it, that means something to us too that our yeah. struggles and stri- trials can can find find help mm-hmm. in someone else and and seriously uh I do thank you even though we didn't directly sit down and talk like we always thought, mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. i I never forget that moment standing in our damn office yeah. Looking across at you, and for the, and, and believing, kind of not a stranger, but someone who I didn't know, mm-hmm. and going, you know, I mean, I'm getting emotional thinking about it, but going like, all right, this guy doesn't just believe in me in some general sense. Mm-hmm. He's telling me the answer's also in you, and Maybe it's you there, get, yeah. and get there. Don't give up. Uh, thank you, sir. You're I appreciate welcome.
0: that. Uh, here for Kelby Joseph, everybody. What's your what's your specific Twitter handle? Do you have my there? Twitter and my Instagram are K A J S L. A R E and then number four. I come out with all the greatest ca- uh, captions. Uh, I see
1: it. Uh, I uh, <laughs> I'm gonna follow you, uh, you. Uh, uh, right now because uh, I'll do that. Follow back. Um, yeah, give him give them a follow at K J S L A R E four. The number four um <laughs> your worst Asian best Haitian is your <laughs> is your description right there that's, that's perfect. Me. and then you can follow all the stuff uh, uh like Kelby ko productions which I'm doing right now myself uh and let Kelby know uh that you like what he said or uh, you know follow him so you can see when that movie comes out or some of other stuff um and catch up there I I can't thank you enough for coming on in here to uh the knapsack files and I want to thank all of you out there listening including my high tier patreon supporters my executive producers it's uh, uh, David Ham, DJ Snacks, uh, Sir Thomas Atal, Lethal Logan X, uh, Matthew Simon, Bedore, my Fortnite coach and Twitch moderator, uh, Matthew Maroney, Matt Thompson, Tamor, and Abdul, the brothers, butta as we say on the afternoons. Nikki Baldwin, Long, Nathan Ovendale, and we got a lot of new people ca- popping in here. We got the Discord server, all the things going on. And if you are a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com/slash uh, Ken Knapsack, oh, switched it. Even I got to remember it's uh, Patreon.com/slash Ken Knapsack. If you support me there, uh, i am be doing live recording sessions on a private uh, YouTube link so you can watch me record my podcast and interact with me and ask some questions for a new show coming on out there so that's something you can consider but as I always say the best way to support is to listen and spread the word as I continue to create my content here in this world and uh, you know if you ever need an old, crusty, like, detective or something (laughs) in your movie. Yep. You got me for a scene, my friend, if not more. That would be a lot of fun.
0: One day is all we need you for.
1: One day. (laughs) See? And I can commit (laughs) to one day. That's right. That's what we are doing. Thank you so much again, all of you. Remember, there's a good kind of selfishness. We can find it out there. Find your way. The answer is inside you. We'll see you next time here on the Knapsack Files.